Here's a one-liner. Write this down, everybody. Pull over and write this down. You chasing your full potential will offend the people around you who are not chasing theirs. You're listening to The Traffic and Funnel Show. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to The Traffic and Funnels Show, the number one podcast in the world. Here with your host, Chris Evans and Taylor, the hunter welch taylor the hunter i love that hunting gear that you have on my friend so oh, dude true uh, did story you get a buck this morning bro true story you want to hear a true story i do Come on, gather around don't tell the me truth. don't tell me a false story a couple weeks ago i was uh playing a worship night at a at a prison it was like a prison worship night here in nashville and i wore this hoodie and then i told everybody that i wore it so i wouldn't get shot and they looked at me like it was the like worst joke of all time but that's funny bro you know that that's funny so you told the prisoners that i didn't tell the, the prisoners <laughs> that i just told one of the guards and stuff they didn't laugh but whatever dude it's fine no worries i am who i am and nobody's gonna take away my joy this holiday season because it's the christmas spirit that's got me all goody you are looking very christmasy thank you appreciate You're that embracing that dude you need um, some hold on if we're going to keep doing this podcast, you need to fix your office because you don't have any furniture. and It's nasty. I do have Look furniture. At this. There's a leather you have, chair. Yeah, but nothing's on that wall and it's just gross, dude. It doesn't, it doesn't behoove Listen, the Christmas spirit. I set my environment to keep me humble. I love that. Because all hey. I do is win. All I do is win every day, every week. Dang, bro. Today, everything's like orange. orange. Today, orange. today we're, taking it, we're taking it to the juicy juice. We're going, we're going hardcore. And, and here's the thing. Everybody now is talking about goals for 2020. Hey, how much money do you want to make? What do you want to do with your business? What things do you want to buy? How do you want to live? Stuff, stuff. But you know what nobody's talking mm -hmm. about? What, what people do you want in your life in 2020? Title of mm -hmm. today's podcast, A Prophet is Not Respected in His Hometown. Oh! <laughs> Son of a gun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You okay, bro? You gonna make it? I don't think so. I need a break. Sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> I need tissues. Here's, we, we haven't talked about this in a long time, dude, but it's really important that we talk about our processes for people. I don't mm. know about you, but I have experienced the downside of growth in that the people that I thought would believe in me the most were actually the, the, the quickest to sort of turn on me and old friendships, old relationships that weren't serving my mission. They weren't actually, they weren't contributing to me moving forward. They were like this person. Everybody's got this friend. They're like when you tell them that something, uh, something you're looking forward to, they're like, why do you, why do you want that? <coughs> yeah. Nah. You know, you can see it in their eyes. They're not necessarily excited for you the way that a friend should be excited for another friend. And so really sitting down, let's talk about our process for doing an audit of who's in your life right now that should not be and who's not in your life right now that should be. And that clarity is mm. really powerful. Yes. Yeah. I've had people to say, man, why can't you just be happy, Chris, with what you have? Mm. Why do you, why do you have to do that? And I think it really comes down to, uh, us as entrepreneurs, especially, I think, are the majority of people who listen to this show. We are very growth-oriented 
right? And so we want to grow, we want to expand. And I think that it intimidates and threatens people who uh, have been close to us for a long time. When we are expanding, we are growing. Um, and I think that's honestly, it's, it's scary and frightening for a lot of people. So if you are in this journey or on this journey and you are expanding, you are seeking to grow as a human being, as a business owner, your revenue and your relationships and everything um, that is going to threaten people that have been close to you for years. You have to know that. But there are times in your life where you really need to have an audit of who you let in your life and who you let and allow to be a voice in your life. And it's now probably that you hey. need to go ahead. Am I just jumping in? I was just saying, hey, that's good. Hey, that's good. Here's a one-liner. Dude, if you could just just have your organ going. (laughs) Here's a one-liner. Write this down, everybody. Pull over and write this down. You chasing your full potential will offend the people around you who are not chasing theirs. Mm. It's true. Don't be confused when you decide that you're going to become something. Don't be... Don't be taken aback when you decide that you're going to become something more than you've been. And everybody that has been around your social circle suddenly becomes a little bit standoffish because you're exposing the fact that there is a cap space that they are not chasing. And this is probably going to happen first with the people that are closest to you. And that's the unfortunate reality of outgrowing some relationships. And sometimes we need to stop mourning the relationships that we're outgrowing. Stop putting together cry parties and pity. Stop thinking about it that way. Less mourning those who have to go and more celebrating those who are to come because oftentimes you're not going to hit a new season if you drag the same baggage in with you. You're not going to hit a new season if you drag the same people. Imagine the alcoholic bro who decides, I don't want to be an alcoholic anymore. This was Chris just a couple of years ago. Most of the time, um, if you want to hit a new level, you no, are going I'm not to done. Have- Stop oh, it. Sorry. I was making a point. I mean, you Dude, just made, you had a you had the longest pause you've ever had on this podcast. It's because you're muted and, and usually, I couldn't hear you. Usually I thought you were teeing me up. Dude, okay. Imagine the alcoholic who says, I don't want to be an alcoholic anymore. His name is Chris Evans. He's like, I'm done being alcoholic. And every night they go to the same bar that they've always gone to and they rely on sheer discipline, but they smell the juice. They got to take a little sip. And then all of a sudden, they're just into the same pattern. This is the same thing as somebody who says, you know what? I don't want to be mediocre anymore. I don't want to be less than my best anymore. I want to change my my habits. I want to change my routines. I want to change my income. But they stay around the same old friendships. Mm. And you can smell it on their breath, the temptation to succumb to the mean and the average there's no way that 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 alcoholic man i respect his drive i respect that he wants to be something but you're being stupid because you're putting yourself in the same tempting environments it's the same thing when you decide you're going to be an entrepreneur you're going to go to the next level but you put yourself in the same bar or the same environment the same relationships there's no way you're going to outgrow that so what's the issue that we've seen that people have in making this adjustment would you say the number one issue don't know man No clue. You took me out of my sweet spot just now. I'd say it's just a lot of it. Many times it's family. Oh and, yeah, I know. You know, people feel like they're abandoning their family or they, they can't have a separation at least for a time from their family. 
uh, there's some internal issues that they have with that. But you have to look at one, it's okay to have that disconnect, at least for a season until you uh, develop and you hit that new level of growth. Because whether you like it or not, if you're an entrepreneur, you are growing, you decide that you want more out of life, you are a leader. And for to become a leader, sometimes you need to take care of yourself first, have that growth first, build the muscle first, so that you can be that leader, that example to other people around you and be the positive um, influence to others around you. Would you agree with that, my friends? Dude, there's nothing that I agree with more than that. Hey, what if you could be in the boardroom where we sit down and we plan out how we're going to grow our eight-figure company month in and month out? If you've ever wondered how traffic and funnels grew so quickly, there are strategies, there are formulas that you can model in your business that our clients are modeling to scale to the moon and back. This is an amazing program. It's called Insider's Access Monthly, and we've put together a couple words on a page that you can actually go and check out this offer, trafficandfunnels.com slash IAM. You will not be sorry. I promise you. Let me know what you think. All right. Can we um, just hit a couple of notes? So number one, right now in your life, you need to do an audit of your relationships. (laughs) That's it, bro. So good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. I like that. Dude, this that might be the man. best podcast we've ever recorded. Dude, people are probably like dropping like flies right now. <laughs> okay. They're like, they're like unsubscribe on iTunes. Time to do we'll an audit. audit. Okay. Audit. There we go. Back on. Point, point number one. You want to hit point number one? Yes. Point number one. Um, I learned this actually a couple years ago. I think it was Tim Ferriss, uh, the dude who writes all the books and does all of the stuff on cooking. And Tim Ferriss is a pretty good guy. And he talked about building a list of people who are inside of your criteria, who are serving what you want to become, who are going to aid you in who you want to be. I think the first step is actually putting down on paper, what is it that you're wanting out of relationships? Mm. You know, we used to talk about, we were pretty crazy back in the day where it's like, we only really, we wanted to get surrounded by people who had everything that we wanted, but we've kind of created a better philosophy recently where it's like, not everybody we hang out with has to be rich. Mm -hmm. Not everybody we hang out with has to have a boat, a yacht, but we have, I think, pretty clear guidelines in terms of what do we want from our relationships? And here's the question. Are these relationships, are they fruitful? Are they producing something that I think is good? And most of the time, if you get clarity on this, the reason people don't want clarity on this is because it reveals that something's wrong and people don't like that. Nobody wants to sit down and be like, man, my life is not as good as I thought it was. That's uncomfortable, but it's the first step to change. What do you want out of your relationships? Mm. Yes. I think for me, what do you, what do you want out of your relationships, Father Chris? Well, for me, I, I look at the relationships are they a worthy investment, right? Because it comes down to, I think, to have a rich life, it really is about the people in your life. Ultimately, Mm -hmm. that's what it comes down to. And so for me, is it a positive? Are the people in my life, are are they a fountain and not a drain? I love it when you go there, bro. Is it all good? 
Love it when you go there. Right. Like just look at the, the people around you. Are they constantly just draining you or are they lifting you up? Are they giving you life? And again, it doesn't have to be business success. I have plenty of people in my life who are amazing fathers or husbands or wives and cheerleaders. They, no, what? Um, so, you know, and, and I can, I can extract from them and, and I can develop, you know, my giftings of a father and a husband and a friends because I learned so much from them. What? You see that, bro? No. It's snowing. <clears throat> Leave it to Nashville. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Sorry. That's I'm very for you. distracted today. You were like very distracted. Bro, you didn't take your ADD medication today. No, I was just like, I'm in, I'm in heaven over here. It's <laughs> snowing. Um all right, number two. <laughs> <laughs> Once you have decided what the uh, criteria is for you, who's a light? Who, who's a train? Who's a fountain? <laughs> who's a light? Yeah, this is just, who's a dark? Who's a light in the darkness? Guys, in our in okay, just to, in fairness, okay, we have had a record year in every sense of. <clears throat> The word. So Bryant said, I'm going to edit this to make it better for the podcast. This is stuff you only get live. Just leave by the it, way, Bryant. by the way, if you guys have questions about any of this, please let us know. Or if you have questions about um, anything else you want to talk about, take it away. Back to you, Chris. Right. So number one was recognize what you want out of your relationships. Number two, make a list of who fits the criteria and who is taking away from it. Hmm. Hey, this is, this is actually really good to do. Um, I don't have you ever done this for real? Not on paper. Because you have, have Chris has more of like a visceral sense where it's like I do things like usually written out and on paper. And I think you tend to do this more like kind of gut and in in your head. You just mull Intuitive. it over, think it through. Yeah. But um this is a fascinating experiment because you'll have names that pop up and uh and you'll know a hundred percent that they don't fit the criteria. They're not adding, they're not taking away. But it will be so difficult for you to move forward on that because we have so many in emotional entanglements. And I'm not saying you should become a robot or a cyborg and just snip, snip, people yeah. gone. But man, there's something to be said with just saying like, look, this person is a great relationship because they've been in my life a long time. They're loyal. I know that they've got my back, you know, but they're not producing the kinds of things that I want in my life. And so you just begin to decrease. You become aware of how much time you're going to spend with them in the future and you decrease it. You don't have to necessarily cut them out, but you can be in control of how much time you invest into that relationship. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think it's important for you when you realize the people that should be in your life, it's important to realize how much you should invest into those people. Case in point, I've invested a lot into Taylor. First, I picked him up off the street, off the side of the road. I found him. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, but seriously, um, you know, whether it's just time, it could be gifts, right? Um, I think it is important that you are an investor into the relationships that, that you decide that you should have in your life. Uh, you know, one of the things that we're doing next month is we are going on a trip with some relationships some people that are really important to us and we're taking them to Turks and Caicos with us. 
<laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> you just stopped like that was a. <laughs> Matt Green says, how do I filter bad advice from people with good intentions? He's talking about his mom right now. Let's <laughs> open that can of worms, Matt. Um, I'll tell you how I do it. Chris, I don't know if you would be the same, but uh, today in my current, I would say healthy view of people, I just say thank you. Thank you for giving me that advice. But it, I know that it's not correct advice and their intentions are good. But my my version of myself in 2017 would be like, well, man, dude, you know, somebody being stupid is their fault. It's on them. And so snip, snip, cut them out, reject it, blah, blah, blah. But today, I think it takes so much time. Unless that person is somebody that you're like, man, I, I want to... Investing into people for the purposes of fixing them is like difficult and it's a long game. It's got to require longevity. I was just talking with somebody the other day on our team about their family and their family's causing some issues and some ruckus. And I'm like, dude, you have to decide like whether you're going to invest yourself fully to try to fix people or, or if you're going to decide to be the healthiest person possible and they can see that and learn from that and come and model you. And for me, I just don't want to get into that. If somebody gives me some piece of advice, I have no interest today in fixing that. I'll just say thank you. And then I disregard it. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a good word. And I think that's why it is crucial to have a multitude of counselors. Right? Identify the people in your group that have already accomplished what you want to accomplish. Surround yourself with those people. And, you know, when you have that advice from someone who is a close family relationship, um, you know, it, I think it could tend to be way less negatively effective on you, right? When you have sound counsel in your life and you don't have just that one voice that's talking in your ear, um, I think you just feel a lot more confident about the decisions that you're making. I agree. <clears throat> I agree with that. Matt said, sending my mom the link, the link to this replay. Thanks, guys. Number wow. three. First, you got to sit down. You got to make a, uh, a list of the things you want out of your relationships. Then you have to segment your current. You have to audit your current circle. Who fits that criteria? Who doesn't? And then number three, this is a boldness move. You got to get bold here. You have to have less toleration for those who don't make the cut. Mm. Because most of the time, if you look at your relationships and you feel like they're out of order or they're not where you want it to be, there's no, you know, I was listening the other day to a, a podcast about these people right now are crazy about trees and stuff and they care so much about things that don't matter. And dude, if you're a tree hugger, you can listen to this podcast all you want. But uh, some trees, the reality is they just need to be cut down because they're old. And this guy was a, he was talking about how it's that old like Native <clears throat> Americans would go burn down pieces of the forest so that new things could grow. And we have an issue now where it's like these trees are not growing anymore. They're old. They're ready to die, but they're blocking sunlight. There's no vacuum. There's no vacuum to produce growth. And most of the time when it comes to people, you have to be bold mm. enough to grow <clears throat> through removal. You have to be yeah. bold enough to create a vacuum because the right relationships aren't going to show up if there's a plethora of wrong relationships. There's no room for that. There's no time for that. There's no space for it. You know, it's just people are like trees, man. You got to cut them down every once in a while. Burn them. Pull out the weeds. You it's have like to empty the, your cup so they can be refilled. Refilled or refilled? Refilled. Refilled. It's good, man. 
I'm just going to delete this replay when it's over. <laughs> what else? No, this is good. This is good. Anybody have any questions about any of this? Um, sorry for the jokes today, guys. It's just, it's a good month to be alive, you know? Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit trafficandfunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's trafficandfunnels.com.